Welcome to the whatever episode of Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X. How y'all feeling tonight? Talking to them or us. We're coming back because we're going to slap you with the right shit. Tonight, joining us from New Jersey, parts unknown, Philadelphia, Mr. Robert Brooks. Aloha. Ha. Emphasis on the ha. <laughs> I got something in the oven, so I might have to jump up at some point. I'm making a little snacky poo for tomorrow. Oh, snacky poo. Well, we love the culture that you bring to the show, Rob. Between golf, golf, golf addings and yoga and baking. Absolutely fantastic. Well, yeah, I did, I did do yoga this morning. I did some hot yoga at 9.15 this morning. Got a tea time tomorrow at 9.10. And uh, got some cherry tomatoes that I sliced in half. Threw them in a pan with some, uh, some olive oil, some basil, some rosemary, some zatar seasoning. 250. Just let that bake up and come together. So I'll be able to throw that bad boy in some uh, some sourdough bread with some avocado. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Yo, I'm jealous like a motherfucker. <laughs> that was a great description. It sounds absolutely deliciously vegetarian. The guru, the man himself. And Not back. The whole golf thing and everything. Yeah, you know? man. It's like the culture that we get every week. Gene, I don't, you don't know what you've been missing the last two weeks from the GA, Mr. Gene Hopkins. We miss you, brother. Hey, am I? That's what's up, man. I don't know if I'm hearing you right, but you're chopping up, man. It's kind of robotic. He was chopping up a little bit. Well, it's coming through fine on my end. I'm sorry. No good, perfectly rotten day is continuing. Yeah, things are not. Oh, okay, I'm just you know, you know. Things are not working out so far, but you know what? The day is not over yet. So let me give it a pound for the day not being over yet. And not joining us week this week will be our boy Grant Lancaster. Unfortunately, Grant is not able to join us. He has some family things going on right now. It actually was um, his cousin passed away. Her name was Taryn Ganey in a fire. Rest in peace, Taryn. And uh, blessings go out to the Lancaster family this week. Right on. Prayers for strength. Prayers for strength. And that brother yeah, also had a different... easy to say goodbye and somebody that young. Yeah, it's tough. Especially like you're just out there living your life and doing your thing. Nothing sinister. Just uh, passed away, and Grant also had a rough day on the job. Um, he sent the thing about where he was, which was like fighting a fire somewhere, where he had pulled one of his boys. They had pulled one of his boys from out of the rubble after a couple of hours into the rubble. And it got me thinking about the people that we admire and the fact that Grant takes the time to come here every week on this show and we make jokes and I just think of him as like, you know, Grant and everything, but he's a hero. You know what I'm saying? Real life. Every day. Grant's doing his thing. He's putting his life on the line for his community. That's right. So he's a businessman. He's well, a business. You know, Gene is doing Gene is doing very valuable community service as well. Well, that's uh, without a doubt. But me, so. I, you know, <laughs> the, sure. brothers are, no. those brothers are contributing much more to the population than I am. Yeah, well, yeah, firefighters. I'm gonna tell you something. That's a pretty cool. I, look, I don't know if they'll. 
I can say this. I've been, I was pretty close to that environment for a few years. Let me tell you something. They got they get a pretty good trade-off. I don't know about Detroit, but a lot of fire stations I saw, you know, they was on relax mode for a good little stretch of that time. They getting paid for, you know. <laughs> and then, they had, then they was on go mode, and, and they were out there, you know, but their job is to provide rescue services and, i.e., save lives. Uh, it's a service the goddamn community pays for. Yeah. You know, but to do it shows that you have courage because you have to cons- consistently go outside of your comfort zone every day. And that's what kind of makes them heroes yeah. that they're able to do that over and over and over again. You know, put your life out on the line every day. So, you know, yeah, I'm telling you, yo, when my, you're not yo, in the hot tub, that, yo, my son is at that age where I'm telling you, I want to put these things to him. And everything is just a joke, man. Yeah. Jesus, I, didn't, I don't remember. Everything, he's just so silly, man. Well, y'all been through that, right? No, no, no. See, I didn't, I only have the one, and she was not, she was not at all like that. But I was always told that children are very specific form of revenge for the hell that you put your pet in. It could be. It could be, man. This might be the universe balancing some things out. It could be, man. Mm. Because I'm talking about. I hate to think that's true. Uh, Usa. <laughs> let that one go. Well, you know, John John, you know, John John's giving you some, uh, you know, a couple sleepless nights. I actually saw you him know, today, so believe it or not. To kill a small dog. I actually saw him today, believe it or not, so. Nice. You know. How'd that go? It went. <laughs> it went. I'm not putting nobody on blast. We don't do that. We don't air the family shit. You know what I'm saying? Because no matter what, family always got to come together. So I just leave it at that. And you have to lead by example. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, even though motherfuckers run off at the mouth today, that's basically what this generation does. They like, they play funny and they think there's positive things to be had. Letting everybody know your business. That's what TikTok is. That's what Instagram is. That's what happens in your family sometimes and they gotta recognize that that shit ain't fucking what it do you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. like we we come up we come up on the show every week see people who are just huh what were you saying no I was saying we come up on the show every week and you know we stuff for them though because they see people coming up that way yeah, but it's only like they don't realize that the number of people that are coming up that way is so, it's so, um, it's so, first of all, it's thinner than it used to be. And second of all, it's like, it's less um, financially prosperous and even like, and very short term. Because when you come up that way, you can go down that way. So it's like one bad piece yeah. of press can basically knock you out and then it'll be like, yeah, what was that motherfucker from 2022 that was in X, Y, and Z and everything? Yeah, he got caught up in that situation on TikTok. One of the greatest needs of humans, though, is to belong. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest needs of humans is to belong and to feel accepted. And they have this route now that they think that they can, you know, they get a couple likes, whatever, gets gets the, the, the dopamine going, gets the serotonin going, gets them feeling good about themselves. They just keep pumping more out. You get the likes and you get addicted. Yeah, that's crazy. Because they don't, you know, at the age that they're getting their brain hijacked, it's hard for them to understand what the possible downfall are. Like, 
It's the old saying used to be, there's no such thing as bad press as long as they spell your name right. Mm. You know, there's a lot mm. of people who believe that still. Yeah. You know? I, I've gotten to, to be up close and personal with enough people who live in the limelight to know that that ain't really the truth. Right. But most you people know, don't you believe that. Went out the hard way because everybody just sees the, the glitz and the glamour of it. Right, and that's really the problem. It's like nobody really I believes think, that. I think a lot more people believe. I think a lot of people, the younger generation, believe it. Well, they you like you know have the skill to be famous. For all out of all the stuff that I was I was going through today and everything, <laughs> you have to have a skill. Yeah, no, it's true. You don't. It's like you know, but you do have to have a skill. Like I, out of all the stuff I was going through today, I took a look on the internet, and uh, the one thing I remember. That was like, that's really basically all shit and everything was the internet going crazy because Doja Cat puts up pictures of herself on Instagram without makeup. And before that show that happened, like probably like a month ago, BET Awards, I couldn't have picked Doja Cat out in a lineup. You know what I'm saying? She fine. I see, like, she looked fine when I saw her. I still can't. But it's like, you know, yeah, right. I saw her the one time. I was like, oh, she's fine. I can't right now. Right, but I couldn't tell you what she looked like. But the big thing was that she put up herself without makeup. And without makeup, she looks like, she looks, she doesn't look like she, like, you know, that that girl. I'll put it like that. I'm not going to disrespect her. You know what I'm saying? But she doesn't look like that girl. But she's comfortable putting herself out there. On Instagram still So for that You know what I'm saying I give her all the props in the world Because like Even that is like A a form of uncovering What's going on But The skill is She's a makeup artist She makes herself look fine as fuck Because as far as like Rap skills are concerned We all know that anybody can I won't say anybody, but there's levels to the shit, but there's a lot of people that can spit the way that she spits, the things that she says, does the things that she says, whatever, and everything. I still, I, I still wouldn't know who this woman is. Right, but that's the whole right point. Now. But that's the whole yeah, point. It's like, it's like a class of, of rappers where you have to, where rappers are better now, per se, than they were 20 years ago because they've studied the techniques. So it's like they're all on that level. So it's whatever makes them different. And what makes her different is that she bad and everything. But then she puts herself up on Instagram and she's average. But to me, the fact that she put herself up on Instagram to me makes her bad as a young chick because she's got that confidence. And people are saying, like, why are you doing this? Why would you put yourself up on there like that? And I don't know what her responses were because I wasn't that interested in the story. So I didn't go into the comments or anything. But I just looked at it. I was like, okay, this is a chick that's like, she's all right. You know what I'm saying? But they look at it the opposite what? Yeah. I don't know how. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I hadn't seen. I just hadn't noticed that. I'm trying to. I'm sitting here trying to wondering why <laughs> I hadn't even noticed that uh, that news. Yeah, it's not news. It's not really news. It's not news. That's the whole point. It's and, gossip. Like, and, and notice the way like John sort of phrased it in the beginning. Like the internet's going crazy. Like, yeah, I had at noticed some point, that. We have to sort of moderate the language we use around the internet. Like. The internet's going crazy. No, like there was 
probably 15,000 people in a world of 8 billion who are going crazy about this. And now we think everybody is up on this. And we're the only ones who's not in this conversation. It's just an expression. I need right. to understand the expression is probably what it is. It, I, do, I don't, I'm not familiar with it. I, I, I'm big on the words have power thing. And so I agree. Talking about it like that, like it makes, it gives the impression that it is bigger than it actually is. And it wasn't a big well, deal. Really I think he on. was referencing it. He was referencing it uh, for something we were talking about. Holy shit! I sound like an old, like a cranky old man. <laughs> no, I, I, get, I get it. I don't know. Yeah, no, but I to I me, I was more thinking why why I don't even notice shit like that. I guess, and I'm and I'm actually glad I don't, I don't even want to know about that shit. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, even if a hundred or a thousand people want to know about, it, I don't want to know about it. I yeah. want. I mean, when I say cliff notes, I, I use that <laughs> liberally, <laughs> liberally, liberally. <laughs> You know, oh yeah, because because I can uh, I can disqualify things fast. Yeah, you know, all I need is a cliff notes for a disqualification. Yeah, well, it's not it's not <laughs> important. The, the time run my oven go off. I'll be right back. Okay, yeah, we got to make sure we get our meals in. Mm. Yeah, like it really isn't important though. That's why he, it really isn't. Where did he go get? Some? He, yeah, he went to go get his avocado, his avocado um, pretzels, or whatever the fuck he made. You know, so I don't know, but I got a fried apple. I got a fried apple pie in there that I was thinking about, man. Mm. It's going down. It's from uh, Mag- it's from Magianos. Okay. Mm. 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 Yeah, man. So. That was the only silly thing that I saw, but um, I think it's good that she that she would take her makeup like that off because it shows girls just be yourself. She's saying like it's not this face and everything; it's me, it's my essence and everything, and that's empowering. So Doja Cat, I may not know what the fuck you sing, but I'm gonna give you a round of applause anyway. That's not in my league. I'm still trying she, to get Halle Berry's number. Contest show, wasn't she? Huh? Trying to get whose number? Halle Berry. You trying to get whose number? Halle Berry. Okay. What? I'm still, I'm still like you know. I try to stay, I try to stay age appropriate, for the most part. You know what I'm saying? So that's just me. I'm sorry. She has, she, she has a bad resume. <laughs> Listen, bro. It's the bottom line. Listen, bro. If we or a good way, depending on how you look at it. But listen, I've been in I've been in short relationships with worse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not looking at it the right way. You know what I'm saying? No, I keep on. It might not work. You, know, out. you keep on. You know, you I keep on talking that shit. You're gonna be sleeping outside. That's true. You're gonna hear me. That's say, true. You're gonna hear me saying nothing bad against Halle Berry. Okay. I, I completely get it. I understand. I okay. understand. Yeah. And I hope that she has found happiness with Van Hunt. Oh. You know. Okay. Who's she with? Thing. Van Hunt, the singer. Oh, Who is that? Is he a... Oh, another singer. He's kind of a... He a pilgrim? Kind of a, he was he a, a neo-soul R&B singer. Oh, okay. He was a neo-soul R&B singer. Okay, okay. Uh, I guess she didn't yeah, learn I nothing from the first one. I'm assuming he's had a follow-up. I... I guess you didn't learn that from the first one. They're not all alike, John. They're not all alike. Just That's because, true. Just because E.B. went off and, you know, he, he had, you know, but then he had an addiction. 
That's true. That single racist of me. That's it. I deserve that. Because it's single racist. And we are against all forms of racism here. They're not all the same homes. That's true. They're not all the same hoes. all isms. You're right. They're not all the same hoes. You're right. You're right. I like the way you phrase that, Rob. <laughs> I'm the one who phrased it that way. <laughs> so I had a whole bunch of. I, I decided that not all singers are hoes. Yeah, I had a whole bunch of serious stuff today that I wanted to talk about, and I wanted to. I was thinking about Dave Chappelle earlier today because I always think about he just funny and shit and. I was thinking about Dave Chappelle when he said, I can't get over you. He said, yes, the problem are the poor whites. I don't like them either. <laughs> and it, it, it just had me laughing because I was watching the news and I was looking at all the shit that's going on and everything. And I was thinking about the poor whites. And you came to the conclusion that... Well, I mean, let's be honest. Lots of misery behind those guys. Lots of misery behind those guys. Insurrections. How would you like to... How would, how would you like to, to be, you know, cruising along, living your life? You know, you're in America. Mm-hmm. You bought into all the BS. You mm-hmm. sent your relatives to war to fight and die for this country. Mm-hmm. And then... You find out that you're really no better. Like, as far as they're concerned, you're no better than them. Right. Like, that's crushing. That's got to be crushing. Dude, I mean, I'm yeah, sitting here. Tell me, I t- I've said it over and over. This show is problematic. Uh, that was problematic, this, but I think I started it. So Yeah, I know there's a delay. I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get uh, used to the delay. But, no, the problem is really going to happen when the whites realize... The joke was on them too. Mm. Like that's where they're gonna really. I mean, that's because see, they have the guns and the uh, DNA to get it popped off. I always say you don't have to worry about revolutionary uh, black people because I don't know that they've filtered out that DNA yet. But the poor whites, something's <laughs> 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 gonna get kicked off. <laughs> They are going to kick it off, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's what I and that's exactly what I was thinking as I was watching the news. Law enforcement will be standing right there beside him until they go, oh, Oh, it's not real. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to learn pretty quick, too. That's probably what happened at the the Capitol. Like, they're all like, oh, this shit got real. Mm. We were just having fun and now it's real. I I didn't, I, you know, I I never watched, I still don't watch the news. So I started watching it, and the reason why is because I started watching it yesterday, and I've been watching a lot of it since I started yesterday. And they were talking about um, unemployment and getting these bills passed and how people were literally hungry. People were literally hungry. And then I go to the grocery store, and every time I go to the grocery store, it's pretty much almost always a quarter full. If even a quarter full. And I'm looking at these things that are not getting passed and not getting done. And I'm just like, and then I, I see these guys with the Make America Great Again shirts. And they look like they're struggling. 
at those like, same grocery stores. <laughs> yeah, this was this was someplace else. And dude, dude was looking rough, looking rough, b. And I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are just all voting against. You're voting against. You're rooting for. You're doing all the opposite things of what you should be doing for your own survival. Absolutely proudly. But like Gene said, they don't know much, but they got their ammunition. And it's yep. going to be on. It's going to be on. They don't even want to think their way through it. And it just... Think their way through it. They're mad, man. You can't think when you're mad. Like, but it's the greatest. It's the greatest. We're going to make America great again. Huh? We keep tearing it down. You know, how many times a week is there an announcement that, you know, there was the Republican senator last week who voted against gay rights, gay marriage, and then went to his son's gay wedding? Mm. You know, these fools all talk about we care about our veterans, whatever, and they'll give as much money to the war machine as they want. How much do you want, McDonnell Douglas? Don't worry about it. We got you. But how much money are they give to the VA? We're going to cut we gonna cut money to the VA. They actually... We'll sent you to war, but we don't give a shit what happens to you afterwards. That was a big thing on the news today, the PACT Act. They, they um, denied coverage to people who were, um, who were in, impacted by burn pits and other types of things during war and everything. And these people have cancer. They're dying every month. And it had passed, and then they um, went back. They said, no, there's one line wrong in it. And they went and they voted on it again. And the Republicans, like, shot that shit down. They just shut it down. Said it was like there was secret money in there for spending in the bill. When it it was... (laughs) (laughs) It was secret money in every bill. These motherfuckers, they... These fools get fiscally responsible when people need to get healthy. You know, they'll send $35 billion over to the Ukraine because Russia's attacking them, but they won't feed a homeless veteran in America. Yeah, America... So I live in a... You know, John's been John's been out here to, to the area in which I live. It's a very nice suburban community. It's... It's mixed, it's ethnically diverse, but it's it's a solid middle class community. Twenty years ago, there's nothing out of place. I went over to the supermarket today and saw this dude. You know, he's Caucasian. Just happened to be Caucasian, like rifling through the trash can by the uh, by the supermarket, and he looked like he, you know, he looked like he was down on his luck. He'd been down on his luck. He might even have some drug issues or whatever. And at the same time, there was a, another dude with an amplifier and a violin where you pull into the supermarket and he's playing music with a sign that says, hey, look, just trying to get money to support my family, whatever. I need Pampers. Is he playing well? Is he playing well? He's playing decently. He's playing decently. Um, But 20 years ago, you'd have never seen anything like that in this town. Mm. Ah. Nothing. But, you know, it is, it is, its tentacles have reached out and it's getting, it's getting everywhere now. Like, Neighborhoods that were not supposed to see hard times are now seeing hard times. And the joke's going to be on them because they have voted against their own self-interest for so many years, despite the welfare queens and, and those other folks, the people that they have othered. And at the end of the day, it's only going to hurt them. And you're yeah. starting to see that now. Mm-hmm. The reality of all, of, of all that, the welfare stuff, like we already know, 
Like, I went, what, what did I see? Somebody said, like, you know, the imagery of America is, like, the single black mom with all the kids and everything, when the actual image of welfare is white Southern woman, you know, this is like, this, it's like, you just fool yourself with the, that, you fool yourself with this imagery all these times. And then I was like, also, I, I was watching them, I was catching up on the last season of Shameless because I never watched it. And that show is about nothing but white trash and like, you know, and the black chick that lives next door that actually oh, yeah. fits in with the white trash. And, you know, and they're just really doing what they have to do to get by. And that's what that was a part of America. But now, like you said, they showed that at the end of the show how gentrification was coming in and pushing all those people out. And they now had to go out and find a different way. How it was going to happen, nobody right. could really tell you. But, you know, you just that's the end of the show. You know what I'm saying? Good luck. Mm -hmm. That was the show with Bill Macy and, and Emmy Rossum. Yeah. 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 Very funny. I couldn't. I could, there's no series. It's very hard for me to sit and watch any series all the way through, mm -hmm. but I've thoroughly enjoyed the couple episodes of Shameless that I watched. Just yeah, I see could, Bill Macy act like a degenerate. Yeah, I just couldn't. <laughs> I mean, it was getting repetitive. Yeah, you know, for me, and the story was like something I couldn't relate to, so I fell off. But I liked it. Yeah, it's like it did get repetitive. I liked and, it. If you, you if, know. if you in that life, if you in that life, it is repetitive. Like, <laughs> right, you, right. You know, you broke. You know, every day you getting up, you hustling, you trying to figure it out, and you probably, you know, doing a couple of things that are against your best interest because you don't know any better. Right. And you then, know, and you can't see, you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. So I'm watching this like, yeah, uh, you know, they can't. They're, their finances is more from abuse than lack of opportunities. But I, I get it. I mean, it was. Uh, <laughs> everybody had mental. Everybody was demented. Yeah, but there are I people mean, that. Wasn't, you know, it's the difference. Yeah, it was like it was definitely made for TV. But there are people that actually live like that. I know people. I've met people that actually have lived like that for generation after generation. And like they say, even on the jobs, the joke is, "Yeah, well, I'm still, I'm not black." And everything. And all right, ha 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 ha. I was, didn't like that. Liam. I don't like the. I, I didn't like the whole Liam thing either. Yeah, that that's I mean, a, what was that? What was the kid's name? It was Liam. Yeah, that's the son, right? Yeah. Liam? Yeah. Yeah. With I the didn't like that whole thing, man. It was like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. it was over. It's television. You know what I'm saying? It's overdone. It's like they do these things for to make things more acceptable for the community and everything. It is what it is. But um, yeah, I was watching that show and it was like it, and I was listening to this thing about them, not with the with these acts and and I'm thinking about all the changes that these people are going through to get these people back into power that are really gonna fuck you over, and everyone's complaining about inflation, but how did you not expect inflation when everybody's getting paychecks for like three years and nobody's working? So. What's really actually going on right now is that the system is actually trying to bleed that money back into the system. And the only way they know how to do it, or they've known how to do it, is to take away everything. Motherfuckers came out of COVID to relax. Nobody want to go back to work no more. Uh, you don't want to go back to work. Man, they still... You know? I don't know. I'm not saying... Listen, I'm not saying it's right. But I'm not saying have, it's right. It's, I'm just talking about what is happening. What, what's... 
What's the defense yeah. budget? What is it? Seven what? Yeah, is I know. Seven trillion or seven? What, yeah, is know. it seven trillion? All right, it's, we need it's to come back on that. You know, Amazon's profits are up way more than <laughs> what the inflation rate is. Like Amazon's profits are ridiculous. A lot of these companies, their profits are ridiculous. Yeah, right they now. need to it's just like, go ahead and run run that bread. Right they need to keep. They need to go ahead and run some more bread. That's yeah. It's like right, right. Well, that's but they're not going to do that though. They're not going to do that. They're basically what they're doing is yeah, they're they're, they're trying to get control back. They're trying to get control back and get back in control and in front of these things. They don't want my motherfuckers telling them that, like, now I only want to work 20, 26 hours a week. I'm not saying that's wrong. The American they, way. Right. They don't want to adapt. Right. But they don't want to <laughs> adapt to something new. They're trying to pull everybody else back into the old way. And everyone else is basically, um, they're voting for these people that are trying to do that, that are fucking them over. You know, and it's not just like these poor whites. It's these poor whites, too. It's also the Democrats. The Democrats are crazy. Republicans are crazy. So it's maybe it is time. They've given, they've given this country. Listen, they've given this country poor mental health. They owe this country. Uh, I mean, I, just a huge, huge. It's a, the repair bill is enormous. And so they need to just keep shelling out the motherfucking dollars and let me <laughs> turn everybody into, uh, 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 what do they call that? Just unambitious couch potatoes and pay for that shit because you created that, goddammit. They did it. And that's all for the peanut gallery. That's a vote for Trump. They've done it, done it well. You know, I was watching some, I caught a little bit of news earlier today. And there was a survey in which uh, they CNN pulled a bunch of younger people, and they're all like, "Yeah, we don't want to vote for Joe again. We need somebody else to run." But none of them, you know, none of them had any ideas about somebody who could actually win. Right. Yo, Don. Yo, I'm just gonna say this. Yo, that bread got ran under Trump. <laughs> yo, he ran that bread. You know? <laughs> Those are the things that matter. <laughs> when, you, when you're at the grocery store at the checkout, <laughs> that right there, that right there is one of those things that people normally don't say out loud, but they get in that booth and close that curtain, and we're like, "Yo, he ran that bread." They yeah. walk out the booth and be like, "Go, Make Joe. America great again." When was America great? Knowing they, knowing full well, they just pulled that lever right. for his ass. <laughs> Yeah, because the the um, bread, that bread, bro. They, these are it's it's the same pattern all over and over again. It's like these motherfuckers they run a whole bunch of bread and they spend like crazy, and then when the other guys get in, they say, "Hey, what are you spending that money on?" You know, what I'm saying, "Don't spend that money." And everything, and then when they get, and then they say, "Look, these guys are so these guys are so cheap. These guys are all cheap. Vote for me, and I'll give you some money." And it works. It's like it's a it's a perfect right. system. Because it's a perfect system. You can't you can't you know why it works? Because everything else is a lie. Yeah. As far as far as everybody's concerned, you can tell me you're gonna give me rainbows and unicorns. Huh? Listen, you've been telling me that. You tell me you're gonna give me some bread and give me some bread. That's I can feel that. I can relieve pain with that. I don't care about none of that other shit. That, that, that trickery you're running. 
Listen to You keep running the bread, and we'll be all right, goddammit. That's a smack of truth. <laughs> Run some real bread. We don't want bread. Run some real bread, goddammit. Some real well, bread. These days, it's even if you're running survival bread, I mean, it's still a, still a breath of fresh air. You know, I, I know what it is to grind and month to month, year to year, and after 10, 20 years, really still have nothing to speak of, you know, like, it's significant. It's like, that can fuck with you, you know? Yeah. And it's like a... Relief from that? Smack to the face. It's terrible. Even if it's for a second. Well. Even if it's a boost, you know? Like, for people who got twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000, $40,000, for whatever reason... And they didn't get either that much of an education from it and experience or OJT or they didn't uh, bring themselves forward a little bit. And shame on them. But everybody deserved the opportunity. Everybody needed it, you know. Damn. That campaign is going to be giving you a call. For a place of bitterness because they did not send me one check. <sighs> Well, I did not. I did not get a single one of them checked. It was like a you know, yeah, like in the face. You ducked it all together. So yeah. I mean, by choice though, you yeah. ducked it by I don't choice. Know if I ducked it. They were, you know, my. Fortunately, it's hard to complain about the fact that you out of that range. Like, right. it would be it would be fucked up. You know, I can't believe I I was out of that range. Right. So Man. you know, shit was good for me already. Um, but still, you yeah. Know, shit, I'll take free money too. <sighs> you know. Well. All I'm going to say is, I'm a math person, right? Yeah. And the math the math tells me <laughs> there are far too many offenders for there to be too much trouble behind it, right? Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I'm just telling you that I know of circumstances where people have gotten a dub and that shit is relieved already. Yeah, like they received the dub, and and now the the what do they call that? The forgiveness is done in writing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's good one? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just saying, for some people, a dub ain't nothing, but a dub is 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 feels really good to me these days. I don't yeah. care, you know, what I have. Right, a dub is a dub, you know. Well, you know, I always have... That's six months worth of bills. Yeah. I always have mixed feelings about this stuff because when the economy isn't doing good and everything generally, that's like when I get most of my work. So I'm, I'm looking at work, so I'm not really that tight about it. But I look at... I also can see what's going on. I see the entire pattern. My job is to basically see what's going on in the future and to plan for it. So that way I could either be on this side of the equation or that side of the equation. And I see the plays right now. And the plays are like, you know, so ruthless. It's like ruthless out there. They're really coming for, they're coming for people's heads. So when I was thinking about the poor whites, I was saying that we should be the first to really invite the poor whites over if they want to come over and join in the coalition. Because y'all was fucked up didn't and you Fred can't Fred even Hampton see it. That. Huh? What'd you say? Did, didn't Fred Hampton try that? He did try Fred that. Fred Hampton try that. And he was assassinated for it. He was assassinated for it. But because, like, as I'm thinking about it, I so, see the logic. So, can I get your vanity poster? 
Nah, I'll be. Because like, I'm not starting. The, I'm just making the suggestion one time. I'm just, I'm just making the suggestion one time, and then I'm going dark. Y'all do whatever you have to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying I personally will not have any problems with any of you if you want to drop, drop your chump flags and really get something done. But it's not going to happen. It's like it's going to end up the way Gene said. It's really hard to get something done. You know, we got a two-party system. Two wings on the same bird. Uh, I mean, I had some smart people tell me that people should vote their interests, right? And to a person below a certain income level, yo, there is no greater interest than cash. <laughs> there is not. <laughs> That's the fucking truth. That is the truth. And so, by that lo- by that logic, when you think about who had the river of bread flowing, that, you know that was your interest. Yeah. If you, and so it makes sense. Like I don't care about none of that other shit y'all talking about because that don't affect, don't touch me much anyway. Now we need the bread now. We've basically done like a thirty minute ad for the Trump campaign now, but um. Can we I just mean, put some, but let me just put some perspective in this. <laughs> let me just put some perspective in it, though. It's like, it's not sustainable. And it really isn't sustainable. None of it is. The country isn't. It's not. The country you know, isn't. When we, wrote, when we wrote a check for $36 trillion to, to the Ukraine, that wasn't sustainable either. Yeah, no. so fuck all that. Like, we, we, we should give it unsustainable amounts of money. To all kinds of places, and it's always unsustainable when it's time to give it back to the American right. people. Right. Like, That's we went seven. to war. We went to war on multiple continents because somebody insulted George Bush's daddy. We That's had to seven. That bullshit. That seven right? trillion is unsustainable. Mm. That's what's mm. unsustainable. Mm. You know, <laughs> uh, that that was like that was. Oof. <laughs> My point is though. Yeah. We can pretty much make it anything that we fucking want it to. Because that's what this reality is telling us. You can cut checks anytime you fucking want, and you can make it work. You can not cut checks, and motherfuckers go along with it too. So, why are we fucking busy trying to give somebody else the ability to do some of it part of the way? When we can do it all the way. Like, Gene, you, you just said you can write any fucking check for any amount you want and make it work. And make it work. But these motherfuckers going to be mad on the what? other side. It's like two wings of the same bird, and they protecting the same ass on that bird. You can make it anything you fucking want. So, if y'all... Pretty much. Yeah. That's what they've been doing. Exactly. Since inception, so so I mean, uh, one one day, my, me and my wife got into it some years back. We were just having a discussion, and she made this wife or a, or another wife. No, nah, if ever I if ever I say my wife, it's only one that I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, smart know? man, smart man. Uh, I, I will I will always specify somebody in the past okay. as an ex okay. or this or that. <laughs> okay. So, but anyway, we were we were talking, and uh, and she made this she made this very good point, you know, because I was talking about 
this person's position, this person's position, and everything else. And basically, she was like, "Look, you know, you also say you know this. We're destined for hell in the handbasket since inception because of how we started and what we've been doing." And she said, "Why not? <laughs> why not have the be- uh, the best ride possible? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, with, the, with that spirit, is it? Wow! It's like, look, that's you know what? If you if you could give me some, if you could give me some bread." Then I can do something with that. I can invest it. I can try to flip it. I could. I could be sec- find some security with it, and this and that. All that other shit you're talking about, policy and this and that, and everything else. Please, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, well, the, but look, the truth is that, that don't nobody want the, line. the problem is that nobody wants to see anybody else have anything. I, it's, and that's really what it, it's not really about the policy of shit. The reason why a policy works is because you don't want to see that motherfucker doing better than you. And that's really where it starts is people not wanting to see they use that shit to get people to agree to all different other types of shit. Like, why can't we all have nice things, motherfuckers? Like, seriously, that's really right. what it comes down to. We can all have nice things. Fuck this, like, right. fuck this percentage shit and all these things that these done, these actuaries that they figured out people have to be X, Y, and Z and shit. We need to go out in Westworld, this motherfucker. Yeah, I started in that season, man, but I got, you know what? The thing is, I, I think I got to do a a review or go watch the last episode or something because, damn, I'm lost. I, I wanted to watch Westworld because Tandy Newton was in it, but I, I couldn't. I don't even know when it's on. Like I'm so right now. It's really a, bad if that's right now. It's like it's it's just a weird story and everything. But the concepts are. But it's like they're always bending that same concept of what the world is, whether it's machines or whether it's people, humans. But or it's Adam. It's like generated. It's like sort of like it's a it's a play on a matrix. That type of sci- that type of sci fly genre. Yeah, it's it's really good. I think, but it's just like damn. You know, I don't know. You know how it is. I, I keep saying it over and over again. Whenever it's like, oh, it's the white person that's damn near God in something. I'm already not interested. Well, actually, it's uh, the Thor chick. <laughs> no, but actually, it's what? the it's that what's a, what's the, her name, um, the black actress, oh, the well, one from she Thor. Has a, she has a physical power. I'm talking about the person pulling the puppet strings in the world, right? This year, she is. Is is it's her? Nah, I'm it's, talking about the white dude who owns everything. In the show, you're talking about or Ed o- O'Neill. Yeah, Ed O'Neill. Oh no, he's done. He's done. He's like a puppet. You have to watch the show. You have to watch the show, but I do. I'm in the fifth. You talking about the fifth season or the fourth season, right? Yeah, the one that's on now. But now it's like oh, it's yeah. actually the robot. Watch one episode. Yeah, they got him. They have. He's like still out there, but he's like a robot himself. He's not a person. So he's under their right. control. He's not pulling any strings, but right. it's just like yeah, I don't like I don't want to get too radical or anything, but I think it's like yeah, time for bad. people to. You've already track. suggested the blacks and the white, the poor, the blacks and the poor whites came together. That's fairly radical. That is pretty radical. That will get you an FBI profile. Because yeah, the, I don't think that I don't think I don't think we're in any danger of, of that happening. Because of I, I still think that. 
I don't even think where uh, white people unanimously at the point where they understand. Oh, <laughs> you know their their level. I think they do understand on the ladder. You know what I'm saying? They really see their level. I don't know. I saw something this week where they said oh, no, that the more radicalized white people are gearing up to fight for the country, and the centrist parts white people in the country are looking to become expatriates and move out of the country. They don't want any parts of the fight. They're not going to get in between these real hardcore motherfuckers and the rest of the problems. That's the way it's lining up. So whatever's going to happen is going to happen after that shit. This is like grim well, this is like grim let's conversation. Go <laughs> let's go ahead and throw this in. We'll switch your gear, switch gears real quick. I can tell you what, I'm going to be one of the people moving to another country if that billion fall in my lap Friday. <laughs> mm. well, I got to remember to stop and get a ticket tomorrow. That's a big one. I'll be out. I get that billion, I'll be out. I'm getting a nice place. If y'all want to come down and you want to live there, you're welcome to come live there rent-free because it's not going to cost much money for me to feed you. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I believe you, but I can't be no dependent unless unless it's an apocalypse situation. I don't have no choice. Shit, you can still work. (laughs) You can still work if you want. You're welcome to come. I can only do it. You're welcome to come. You can still oh, work. Have to. I'll still be doing that. I'll still be doing my show, doing whatever, but I'll just be doing it from another country and just go from there. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. Y'all would be invited too. I'm talking about I would but I would be on some I would be on some next level. Uh, I don't know. I probably would die faster with a billion than without it. <laughs> I might go too radical. I might go too radical with that kind of power. I don't know. Well, money Maybe just like... Because things will bore me after a year or two. Money just brings out who you really are. So the question would be is, like, do you really feel like you're reckless? You know what I'm saying? Would you really... Like, Rob, would, do you think you'd be able to survive with a billion? Oh, absolutely. Like, all my people would have bread at that point. Like, I'd be, I'd be literally... I'd be divvying it up in a, in a lottery office just so I don't have to deal with it. Like, okay... Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a friend who his his father created a a fairly well known uh, pharmaceutical product over the counter. It's over the counter now. Um, and so what his family did, there were two brothers in the company. The one brother created this product, and so when they sold the company to a much larger pharmaceutical group, they created a fund, and the stated purpose of the fund is to um, let me try to see if I can remember the exact wording, but it is to extend and continue the fortune of the blank family. Mm. And so immediately I would put a couple of those into place. Like, look, two branches of my family, Gomez and Brooks, like Brooks is here. Jerome, Corey, you guys are the oldest cousins. You're going to sit on the board of this. And mm. as the kids come up, you can either lend them money from this. You know, mm-hmm. kids can, if they come with a business plan and their shit together, you can lend them money for this and they have a choice. They can either pay it back as a loan or we take a position in their company. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, and set up that to extend the wealth. But I'd be breaking it up like right there in the lottery office. Like, okay, this person's going to get 3%. Because at that kind of number, even if you break people off two points, that's life changing. Yeah. 
So you can help. Yeah, a lot of you know, you I don't. A lot of people get off the ground like that and still be very comfortable yourself. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, I would probably give freely, but everybody, everybody would have to. Uh, I mean, I'd have to have a, me and a team that made a judgment call on, on every situation. I would, I would be willing to hear every situation, but. You know, it's going to be some no's oh, in see, there. See, that's my, that's my <laughs> way of getting sort of out of that. Like, look, yeah. there's certain people, like, look, I done hooked up all my relatives. Like, y'all are all taken care of, probably not to the level you want to. But guess what? Your kids are all going to college now. Like, shit is good. Pay off a couple of houses. Right. But I'm doing that so I can get out of the discussion. No need to call me anymore, motherfuckers. This shit is <laughs> right, 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 right. Right, already. right. You know, everyone's no, uh, bread already. Peace. Don't live when... When I'm on the golf course, I don't want to hear that phone ring. Go see the no, manager. I my keto class, I don't want to hear shit. See, that's the thing. With that kind of bread, I would go to work. I would have. No, I think that kind of bread leaves you no choice but to go to work. Like, now you can't relax when you have. Well, that like, kind of bread, you can put yeah. your money to work for you. Oh, and yeah. You got to do the homework on that. You got to do the yeah, homework on that. You yeah. got to stay on top of that because there will yeah. be people trying to. Exactly. But, exactly. You know, you there, there are. I'm talking not, here. It, I'm talking up top yeah. in your head. It's not the work the same is kind here. of work that. Yeah. It's not the same kind of grind that we used to. Oh no, people think it's a much better one, and the reality is, it's a much tougher one. But it has nicer gifts on the weekends. Mm-hmm. I think that you know, it's, it, but but it's but, very, it's tough. It's very. But see, tough. you have to like, you have to completely erase the mindset you have now when you get that type of thing because the shit. The rules oh, yeah. that apply to you now do not apply to you then. Yeah, I, right. I, I, I know, think that. Let's just say you take ten. Let's just say you take ten of it, right? Conservatively, you just take ten million of it. Like, look, that's going to be my. That's good. That's going to be what I'm going to live off of. When you have that much money invested, you're going to get do way better than three percent. But even at three percent, three hundred thousand dollars a year. That's more than you've ever lived off of. That's like, ten million. I'm talking about a said, billion, yeah. man. Yeah, but, but I'm I'm here for that billion. Take, I'm getting say, a boat. I'm just saying, if you take ten million of it and just put it as yo, this is what I'm living off of. Like right. you put you put money in all kinds. Oh uh, no, you I'm, li- I'm right? living off of more than that. I'm living off of more you know? than that. Guy, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna take like, more than you. you know? So right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. Look, the cards can be hard to live off. Eat up, eat up all that money. No, I'm not even. It's yeah, I'm not even trying to spend the money, but I'm. I, I probably won't have any limits to, uh, to you know what I'm willing to experience, you know, uh, and whatever the cost is associated with that. Maybe I have to own an island or something, you know. I don't know, you know. It just or build a whole city in, on another continent. You know. I don't know. I thought about it. Shit, I, you know, I don't even think I would want anybody would to know. I don't even think I would want anybody to know. I think what I would do is I would probably I set up. I I would probably set up companies and set up like I would set up a trust basically for like family and relatives and shit like that. And I don't know what I would do because it, you're in, you're in a tough spot because if people know you have that much money now they treat you completely and totally different. So it's not like you can interact with people. They come in like Z Nation. Yeah, you know what I'm they saying? They come in like Z Nation on your ass. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, you know, these conversations, the real talk conversations, you can't have anymore. Now you're on some other shit. And um, you can't really, so you can't really associate with a lot of the same people because they were on some different shit. 
You know, I think I could probably keep y'all. I think y'all would still get, you'd still give me fucking grief. So it's like, I'm grateful to have y'all, but I don't think I could expand my circle any further for any like purpose or point of reason. And, um, it's like, I don't really need a whole bunch of, I don't need a whole bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but it, it like, fuck, it puts everything. You have to pull your whole family in close because you got so much money. Motherfuckers will fucking kidnap your mother, will kidnap your family and shit like that. It's like, it's all different types of shit. It's that's, a different set of problems. That's what I'm saying. The only thing I can do is be reactive. I could feel calls and, and provide opportunities. That would be my whole purpose for existing is to open doors, provide opportunities for myself and others with that kind of resource, that right. kind of bread and stuff. But you don't have time for shit. If you, if, I mean, if you're doing it, if you make time, then what's going to happen is you're going to have the number of callers increase by a thousand, a, a four digit exponent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't see how you, gonna I don't, be, you're not going to, then you're going to, you won't have time for for most people, you just won't. You'll have time for the things you do to make money, and then you have time for things you do for to self. I mean, just to uh, to recoup, either sleep or rest. And man, a lot of them times, I can't even imagine them people even wanting people to be around. Man, especially when the knives start coming out. Mm. I can't even imagine how many people with knives would be around you with that kind of money in an instant. You don't even know them. You're not thinking about it right now. But <laughs> they would. Oh, that shit would be crazy. Man. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking knives. It's just too. It's too much. Not you know what I'm saying? Away. It's too much. But well, I find a way. I I'd find kids. a way to carry the burden. But. It's too oh, much. We all would, everybody would give it a shot. I don't see how you can't make you more know? money with that either. It's like I don't understand how motherfuckers well, go that's the broke. Whole thing. Like you don't have to work anymore. Like you well, motherfuckers go broke at the smaller numbers because they wind up the the exact thing that Gene is talking about, all of the pressure they get from other people and they wind up in a lot of bad investments, people rob them, whatever. But you take a chunk of it, just put it look, which that's a nest egg. We're gonna leave that there. It's going to grow 9% every year, and we are never going to have to worry about money ever again. Yeah. Yeah, do that with 100 million. Do that with 100 or 200 million. Put that nest egg, boom, it's done. We're never going to go broke again. We're always going to eat my grandchildren. But then you got to plan it right. You got to put some of them into trust for your your grandchildren, whatever, so they're not paying taxes on it because the estate taxes on that will be large. So you got to figure some of the estate planning stuff out. With that kind of money, you get an exclusive attorney and you get an exclusive financial person. You know, like they don't work for anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, that's that's good and that's bad. That's good and that's bad, too, because they know more than you. So that's how a lot of people get flinched. You know, fleeced by these guys at the same time. Uh, uh, well, you, you have gotta, a team. You got to watch it. It's like you got to watch everything. It's just a lot of problems. But I think I'd rather have those problems than these problems. Straight up. So I'm going to go know. play. You say that, but you don't know. Yeah. Oh, oh, Here, here's play. the thing. You know, all problems are opportunities. It all depends on how you want to look at it. If you want to if you want to deem them problems, then they're problems and they're going to weigh you down. Or yeah. they're opportunities. Opportunities to communicate with somebody and get them get them on a better path. They come to you with they hand out all the time. 
Like, yo, Holmes, like you Problem. I have a buddy, his family, he was the fifth generation of his family to run their family business. Mm-hmm. And what they did was, they said, look, if you want in, you have to go and get a master's degree in anything you want. Just, you have to have a master's degree, and then you have to do a three-year internship within the company. And during that three years, they send them all over. Yeah, I think you, you, you told that story. Side, yeah, they, they've established what your capabilities are, and they, if not, they write you a check when you're 21, and you go about your business. Yeah. No, I mean, that, right? yeah, yeah. Like folks, folks have to be vetted, and folks have to come to you with something beyond, hey, we related. Right. Hey, right. I want, like, do you have a business plan? Let me see your business plan. Let me see what the projections are of this bad boy. Let me see that you've done the legwork. If you haven't done that legwork, there's not even a reason for us to have a conversation, Holmes. So, like, there's no reason for me to even sit you down with my guy if you haven't had that discuss. If you haven't done that work yourself. So, if we hit the billion dollar, if any right. of us hits the billion dollars, everyone knows what we're gonna do right now. So, what would you do if you hit the billion dollar lottery tomorrow? Hopefully, you'll send me a check because a brother could use about three mil right now. Three mil. That's my number. I can't be bought, but I can be leased for three million. That's the way this works. It's only money, Holmes. It's, it's only money. We're almost done. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm, convi- <clears throat> I'm convinced that it would be a burden to any of us that, that I don't know, man. I, you know, I just don't think that. It would change our lives. I don't think there's. I don't think the change in life is what we what we think it is and what we imagine it is, and it's something that we really want to accomplish. It is our desires, but I don't know that it's something we really want to accomplish yet. Yeah, we'll it, see. it would be it would be different. I think that's the allure of it because most people don't know what they're in for. It's just something different. It's better than what they're going through right now. And there's, like, literally millions of people right now that are going through it right now. You know, we set up a food drive. We've got private donations, but nobody has donated at all to the food drive. And this is, like, last year, last time, it was, like, it wasn't the opposite, but it was a lot more donations coming in. So, you know, I see the difference in that way, too. People don't have as much that they're actually, like, giving as well. So it's tough. But, you know, as far as giving is concerned, I'm going to bring it to the last topic of the night. I'm going to give props to one Mr. Chris Rock. Popular opinion. We're going to go back to popular shit that really doesn't affect our lives, but we're going to talk about it anyway and give the brother props because he came back this week and was like nothing. He was like, he was making jokes. He called, uh... Will Smith, Suge Smith, in his, like, stand-up. And he was basically like, nah, I ain't even thinking about this shit no more. It's over with. So I'm giving him the big up this week because he set a good example. Takes a man to recognize that that bitch slap might have came from a bitch. So he ain't worried about it. I, I love the fact that his friends bust his nuts about it constantly. I don't know if you saw. So Chris and Kevin Hart are on tour. Mm-hmm. And t- tour's titled Headliners Only. So they opened the other night at Radio City. And Chappelle was open for them. Mm-hmm. And so then they brought 
a goat out on the stage, you know, because Chappelle is the goat. And they said the goat's name was Will Smith. <laughs> so they always get their little digs in on this motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah, but say Chris tried to let it go, but his boys are riding his nutsack about it. <laughs> and that's the way it should be. You know what I'm saying? That's the way it should be. Absolutely. It's like when you do something at the beginning of the school year, you fuck up, motherfuckers ride you for the entire school year. You know what I'm saying? And that's your name. You better hope that they forget about it in the summertime and you come back. Makes you tougher. Will Smith fucked up. Have either of you seen uh have either of you seen Heart to Heart on Peacock? No, I haven't. You've probably seen excerpts from it. I I I mentioned to you, John. But Kevin Hart has a show in which he interviews his friends. Okay. And as much as I will admit, you know, because my daughter even said to me, I was watching some of it today with my daughter. She's like, I thought you didn't think, I thought you didn't like him. I said, it's not that I don't like him. I said, I don't find his stand-up to be that funny. But I do find him to be funny just in regular conversation. Right. Like, okay. I enjoy his take on some things. And, and in that way, he's funny. Uh, Steve Harvey's funny, too. Not when he's doing a stand-up, but when Steve Harvey's just talking. I right. find Steve Harvey to be a music. But he's doing this interview show, and he, he is trying to have adult dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like, he is actually asking dudes real questions and getting them to sort of dig down deep. And the, the part that got me the most was first three episodes I watched, Nick Cannon, Chris Rock, and Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. And all three of those dudes talk about, you know, what they learned in therapy or some of the things that they did learn in therapy. Um, and I thought that for... You know, black men in their 40s and 50s to finally have a mainstream conversation in which, you know, guys who are at the, the, top, of the top of the heap uh, in their respective professions are talking about, you know, yeah, I had, to go, I had to go and learn to leave some of this stuff behind, man. I had to go and unlearn some things. Um, I found that to be refreshing, valuable. I mean, it's part of what, you know, we're trying to do here normalize adult black conversation mm-hmm. uh, so kudos to kevin hart for for doing this thing he he was talking to tracy ellis ross today um who was a friend of his and you know yeah something was kind of hilarious like it was i i lucked into it that my daughter was there to hear it because she was like oh they looking for you john they looking for you all of you all of you will not know what the hell I'm talking about, but somebody just came and shined a flashlight in John's room. The night Raiders are coming for him. John's not abused. Yeah, man, I think it's... I think it's Editing uh, floor, ladies and gentlemen. Editing floor. But yeah, so kudos to Kevin Hart for, for, trying, to, for trying to contribute to the conversation and, and, and try to uplift his people. Yeah. Big up, big up to Kevin Hart. Yeah, you know, I've always liked his attitude about, about that. I mean, he's been upfront about it. He's a brand. Somebody jumped in his shit. What was it, Mike Epps or somebody uh, was beefing with him for a second. And, uh, and Kevin Hart was like, yo, yeah, it's a brand, you know. And I can appreciate the business side of what he's doing with Holly. He's going after the bread. And and at the same time, uh, I'm like Robin. This shit ain't funny to me no more. It was in 09 when I was in in the in the office in Atlanta working a cubicle job as a manager, listening to one of my reps share it with me. I was cracking the fuck up. It was a Friday. We all had jeans on and shit. You know, yeah. one of those days. <laughs> right. And so and so I liked him then because it was new. But then it's like it's like Tiffany Haddish. 
she can't be funny to me no more in stand-up because it's like now they get to talking about things I really can't relate to in some ways, you know, or, you know, whereas when he was talking about his uncle that got the change slapped out of his pocket, that was really funny, you know, the, the, the way he told the story yeah. and stuff. Or so, But it just kind of keeps going on, like, I'm the simple, silly, uh, slapstick guy. Yeah. Or, you know, and, whatever, and, and Tiffany Haddish is a little bit like, I'm the hood, snazzy chick, you know. It's... It's okay. It can't but, be that you know. forever. Yeah, right. Well, you know, that's, 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 forever. that's sort of the miracle of Chris Rock that he has maintained a normal perspective, as rich and as famous as he's, as he's become. Chris has maintained sort of a normal perspective, so his stand-up still clicks. Yeah, well, he changes. Yeah, he's only he's funny half the time for me, but he's good though. Well, I he's think good. like artistically, it's I mean, like Chappelle is my shit. Yeah, I think artistically, what it comes down to is that Chris Rock has like always challenged himself. To go outside his parameters I think like you know When Dave Chappelle was telling that story about He was going to school And he was going to school to act Because somebody told him If you want to be a comedian Then you go and you learn how to act But he basically wanted to stay in his lane I think Chris Rock is that Is like you know Kind of like comedy was like He wanted to stay in his lane But he got all these other roles That were That ranged from everything From crackhead pookie To like you know playing FBI agents and shit and like president and it's it's like he's ran a different like gamut so Kevin Hart like you know you have to change basically the whole point is it may I think it's easier if you change up and you're not doing the same thing over and over but the way to get to the way to be successful yeah, is by like yeah. what you said Gene he's that same like goofy guy that like Kevin Hart plays has been playing the same guy so it got him paid he knows by doing they, that he knows what is acceptable he has fashioned his brand around what is acceptable to them folks writing them checks yeah and he plays his role and his thing with the with the rock all brilliant shout out for them to make money and everything else, uh, I don't ever have expectations of them to get on and talk to me and, and be one of my heroes in the community for for what really ails the community and stuff. I don't have those expectations. Right. So they can't right. disappoint me. I cheer for them because they can finance somebody with those expectations one day right. or something. Right. You know, or because like Bill I want to see them do well. You know? <laughs> but he did it. You know, it's it's bad. People don't want, want you to talk about Bill Cosby, but the reason why is because Bill Cosby put a lot of finance behind a lot of black artists. He also put a lot of, like, you know, whatever's into drinks. But if we can, like, lose one part of that and we can keep that philanthropy part of that for other artists, like, coming up in the business for these comedians, we might be in a better place. That's, like, our... That's basically our billion-dollar lottery. You know, if they do that. Don't roofie the girls. I'm going to tell you something. I, I have... Now, I have to be the balance on on our persecuted and with my position on, on them. Because I'm going to tell you, man, this guy said today that uh, Dave Chappelle should ease up and gave this, like, he posted, reposted this Sean King shit that was written about how Dave Chappelle basically should put the brakes on. Trans uh, jokes. Because it's... Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I, look... Our original sin, in my opinion, is so great 
that until you recognize and acknowledge that and start doing things that show you acknowledge and recognize that, I'm not putting no other sins in front of it. I'm not putting my support behind no other sins and this and that. So, and to the extreme that, look, that shit was all being allowed in that area. Then women went on to be successful and everything else. I don't, and none of that shit was proven scientifically except for whatever the recent shit or the stuff that they, the confession they got out of him that they used against him after they broke their deal and shit. Fuck all that, man. You know what, man? I'm, yo, he's still, he's still brilliant. Shit. <laughs> he's a brilliant, he's a brilliant talent. That's all I got to say about Cosby. Shit and R. Kelly. God damn it, I, I miss singing his songs. God damn it. <laughs> well, you know, you, got, you have an opportunity now. You do a little karaoke. Jump on. What you got? What you got? Shit. Uh, uh, yes. What's one of my favorite R. Kelly songs? Oh, I don't see nothing wrong (laughs) with a little pump and grind. (laughs) Oh, oh. What's the other one? It's all going so wrong. Like little addendums in his songs to make them not be creepy now. Oh, oh, all of the the, uh, Mr. Big shit. What you doing, Mr. Big? What you mean? What's going on? (laughs) Kelly's telling me to sleep in with somebody. Yo, I, you know, if you think about it, if you think about it, he's a beautiful step, step in the name of love is on my playlist. Right. Like, really, you know, the, the we song can, that you can keep that. I you really can keep that song. My, my uncle's big thing was, I believe I can fly when he was going through cancer. Like my right. uncle's yeah. big song was, I believe I can fly. Right. And so, you know, there's. Can't that's not right in a gospel way, you know. I can't yeah. help but hear that song and think, all right, oh, that was Caesar's thing. Okay. I, th- I think really Yo, the problem I like, I, like I think it's funny because I think that the problem with R. Kelly is exactly those songs that you Eugene mentioned like the closet thing <laughs> like those like those songs I hear people saying nah I ain't not, I'm, I'm not turning off R. Kelly and I'm like really you're not gonna turn off Two some of R. Kelly didn't know you had no friends <laughs> do you realize do you <laughs> realize how terrible that is when people actually associate that with being the way that things are supposed to be or the way that things actually are all throughout the black community and they start trying to emulate that behavior. Like, it's going to happen anyway in some places. But so many people love those songs. you reaching out to one of them. Why do you love those particular, that particular battery of songs? You have to think about that. Oh, because they're, 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 they're ballads. They're ballads. I mean, they're stories. Dude, I mean, it, I'm he talking sings about, very well. Dude. <sighs> You talking about my Kelly choices? I'm talking about yeah. In in the closet, that whole series, that whole soap opera. If you're defending those, if anyone I is defending those songs, somebody, it's about it's about a whole bunch of like trifling shit. It's like every trifling thing that's ever happened to everybody is in that song. 
that they've done, experienced. He with his soul. They, and he sang it with his soul. He sang it with his soul. His trifling soul. Like, listen, we can talk about, we can talk about keeping some. It's a masterpiece. Yeah, we can talk about keeping some R. Kelly, like, in the menu. Step to the name of love. That's a good one. You know what I'm saying? But I think that we really need to get a coalition together. To decide which songs are going to be expunged forever. Because some of them are obviously about trying to sleep with underage girls. Those songs are some of... That's like a no-go. And in the closet, just for the whole thing... Better be careful what you say to me. Point in trouble. Yeah, we're, you want to be careful what you say to him. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just going to be done. Listen, we were supposed to get the Britney Griner. We were supposed to get the Britney Griner in that whole like debacle. Britney, you know, what I'm saying we hope that you get to come home soon and everything. But um, man, I hope she, I hope she comes home and goes revolutionary on everybody, mm. like fist up like oh I understand now <laughs> you know <what> I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving to Africa fuck this country <laughs> she's gonna come back with a whole new appreciation for American justice this, this is not gonna make her yeah. it's not gonna make her wanna move off the continent she we will see Boy, I'm talking about her, we will her see. wife she's gonna jump in her arm it's going to be the whole... Who was that linebacker from uh, Notre Dame or somewhere that was kissing some dude on TV? He never made it. It's going to be a whole another one of those. His name was Sam, Sam. somebody. Yeah, with some, oh, and yeah Michael, Sam. Michael Sam. Michael Sam. Michael <laughs> Sam. Yeah. 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 They had him when they kissed that dude on TV. I was like, damn, look how they playing him and shit, man. Yep. That's another <laughs> that's a, know. that's another example of where we started at with this internet famous. He was famous for about five seconds and now he's out. And I don't think he made the money that he would have made in the NFL. Cause he would have probably been able to stick around for like three or four years yeah. at least. You know. Well, no, no, no. That was the problem. You know, at the end of the day, he was little. Yeah, he was little. Day, Michael Sam was little, and he came, and he KP. He can't play at that level. He couldn't play at that next. Nah, level. yeah. Like I heard, he, he's like he could go to Canada and play. He could play in the XFL, like if that was around then. But he, at that level, and he probably it was probably more of a social justice thing. Like nobody wanted to hear the the NFL doesn't allow gays in. Like somebody had to draft him because they didn't want that smoke. Mm. I read an article. He's like, uh, he's like, uh, he's a zookeeper now. Really? Well, Michael Sam. <laughs> Congratulations on you know, feeding the zebras. Like, that right there, like, I just got, I just got to say that 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 comment right there, like, if I if I had had if I had indulged a little bit, if I had taken a little something for my anxiety. Uh, for the show, and I heard you say he's a zookeeper. I'd probably be laying. He went from football to Aardvox. Some of the training lions, man. He's, he's, in, charge, he's in charge of intake in the, in the lion department. Well, look, man, at least his degree is working for him. I don't know what happened. Not many linebackers get to become full grown zoologists. So, um,. No, congratulations, Michael Sam. As far as, a, as, a, as 
as far as the athlete's concerned, if you hit the, the NFL field, your ass was great. Like yep. you, you could go ahead and brag for the rest of your life. If if you got a chance to, to be on there for one game, one week, one year, whatever, you, you achieve something that, you know, at some people level, ain't going to achieve. You on, can talk at, about that shit yep. for the rest of your life. On some level, at some point in your life, on some Which level, you actually, were dominant. Michael Sam is actually still playing. Oh, is he really? Oh, he's playing. With he's the playing elephants? The Barcelona Dragons. Oh. Oh, okay. The Barcelona Dragons. Oh, he's playing in Europe. Yeah. Oh. You yeah. see, and Gene, they play, they there play are no the dragons way. in the zoo. There are dragons in zoos. Oh, so, yeah, he ain't no zookeeper, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it actually better. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> I was going to take a night off, but now I need. I might need to marinate on that one. <laughs> Fellas. I, I might need to sit there, roll up some Skywalker, and marinate on that one. For sure. <laughs> From Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Mr. Robert Brooks. <laughs> Where you going, John? We're done? We're done. We're way Don't over time. Us, We're way over time. Don't leave us, John. Oh, you we know, were over time before we even got on. Uh, you know, I got I to gotta handle some business. And from the A, Mr. Dub K, thank you, Gene, for coming back. We missed you, brother. Gene Hopkins. Peace up. A-Town down. So just so you know, Gene, like John's got like a little break coming up. Um, you know, John's going to. John's gonna get some alone time. So what kind of break? He, if if you find out that John's sitting around the house tomorrow, like naked with peanut butter on his body, just letting the dog lick. Oh off. my god! <laughs> just naked. <laughs> just motherfucker. <laughs> You're killing my Macaulay Culkin moment, dude. Killing my Macaulay, my Macaulay Culkin. Just sitting there with a peanut butter on him, just letting the dog go to town. Oh, this point in trouble. Or like, or like, or like, uh, whatever the episode is. He's like, uh, You're not even uh, gonna get the joke off. Chin. <laughs> you know the mobsters, Chin. You remember? You know, Chin had to play crazy when they was after. Oh, baby. Peace. Yeah. 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 